Well, I've actually been listening to the Sea Dogs podcast about... What uh, the hell? What? We've got a rival. We certainly have, yeah. It's a oh, uh, no. local rival too. It's a Scarborough Athletic podcast. Two, there were only two episodes in. They just started in January. How long have they had the Sea Dogs moniker? Longer than uh, Yeah, for about 100 years, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, we could probably let them off then. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they were inspired by listening to us. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think anyone has listened to us. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I don't think we've reached Scarborough yet in terms of our. Uh, <laughs> we got to start bigging ourselves up, fake it till you make it, and all that. We got to be like, oh yeah, you know, like talking like we're a hit podcast. That'll be a that'll be a shock when the start like Scarborough fans start tuning in thinking they're uh, listening to uh, team yeah. news and it's just me and you talking about weird deaths and fucking <laughs> aliens, <laughs> aliens yeah well I've actually listened to the first two episodes of their podcast so episode one they had the chairman on and uh, he was talking about the Scarborough Athletic versus Darlington match which happened in January and there was a 40 minute delay book what, what, why, why do you think what that was uh 40 minutes late in January. Yeah. Don't know how the power go out. Nope. Funnier. Was there a dog on the pitch? Uh, Well, not f- not necessarily funnier, but Uh-oh. it was a 40 minute delay because of uh, they had a female referee and there's such abuse from both sets of fans that they stopped Fucking the match. Up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, but the chairman from Scarborough was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's coming from the Darlow end, you know. Fuck, you know. And then they were saying that Scarborough have also been sort of questioned by the FA for throwing things on the pitch. But I'm sure that it's just a minority and our fellow Sea Dogs, we're not tying you with, a, with the same brush. We might have to change our name, Andy, if, uh, if uh, yeah, people are calling themselves Sea Dogs, the Sea Dog Army, and they're, and they're getting into trouble. Being... But they're uh, 100% fan owned, so it's like a fan owned club. So are we. Yeah, yeah, we've got, we've got that. Well, are we both fans of the, of Sea Dog Radio? Fifty <laughs> uh, percent. Yeah. I think fan owned. Fan. <laughs> but uh, you can get a membership for the for Scarborough Footy Club. So fifteen pound gets you a voting right. So I might buy one. We should undercut them by offering ten pound memberships with more yeah, benefits. Yeah, you can vote vote on what shit we talk about in here. Yeah, you can vote. We we'll give you some stickers. We got sticker. We got merch. We will send you some stickers yeah. out. If anyone wants stickers. Email yeah, us. Yeah, we actually have got And we'll actually send you some stickers. And yeah. if <laughs> if next week no one's <laughs> no one's responded to that, I think we've we just gotta pack it in. Can't, can't in the podcast. <laughs> and Nat don't Nat, don't don't you message Nat. Yeah, we've Nat got doesn't enough at home. Yeah, or if anyone wants any stickers or any Scarborough fans want some stickers, you could stick them on the Flamingo Land Stadium. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who the manager is? Oh, is it not Julio Acker, is it? No, it's uh, ex-Man United player, Jonathan Green. Oh, is it? Oh. Recently won Manager of the Month, too. So that, they're oh, doing pretty well. Uh, what league they're in? They were in, uh, I think it's a Vanarama National League North. Right. Currently fourth in the league. And, and the last, they played last night, I've started following, because like, I've started like listening to the podcast and stuff, you know how like your phone starts getting clever? Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's a Scarborough fan. And it was like buzzing, like mm, Scarborough have scored. I was like, "Fucking hell, I'm getting like spam already." But yeah, the one, the one last night, four two against Thornaby. Thornaby, uh, yeah. Hell. So they, they're in some sort of final. So we could, we could maybe go the misogynist FC final. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like see it. how much abuse you can throw uh, 
give to uh, yeah fucking hell um flamingoland stadium i i once went to flamingoland years ago and saw an ostrich lay an egg wow <laughs> was that for animal news saw it with my own eyes i couldn't believe so it i went to flamingoland and i went on a roller coaster with a full lead squad did you well, like, yeah, yeah, you were with them, or you just happened to. Well, it was when I was at uni, so um, Leeds used to be sponsored by Flamingoland. So me and Mick, uh, well, it wasn't obviously weren't working, so we went to Flamingoland for the day, and all the Leeds squad were there. So they all uh, all going on the rides and stuff. It was when Warnock was there and Ross McCormick and stuff, and they were like, "Right, um, does anyone want to go on the ride?" There's like two seats left at the back. So there's like the full, like there's a big, like, you know, like roller coaster train thing. And it's me in the back, like, <laughs> and I didn't buy the picture. It's one of the oh, biggest what? regrets of my life. Who was in the picture? Ross McCormick, did you say? Ross McCormick, yeah. Um, I doubt, uh, I doubt Neil when... Warnock was on the ride, was he? <laughs> no, he wasn't. I think Warnock had just, just been sacked the week before. <laughs> so they're out celebrating. Yeah. You're like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> buzzing. Well, that was cool. Yeah, that's a good story. Flamingo Land. Is it still going? Is it? Well, it must be yeah. sponsoring a stadium. Flamingo, like flamingos, are hardly the most exciting of animals to choose for. Like, yeah, to name a whole theme park around. Yeah, I guess like a pink bird that stands on one foot. You remember it though, they don't have... you? If it's called like Tigerland, you probably would forget it. Like, oh, is that place called Flamingo Land's quite distinctive? Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so Flamingo Land Stadium. And uh, some breaking news for the Scarborough fans. There's car parking concerns for the next match at the Flamingo Land Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that was another news story that I got on my phone. What we need to do is we need to bring all the, the Scarborough fans to our podcast and then just to save them from being disappointed, give them give them this like actual Scarborough FC news yeah. periodically. So you can you can do that every week. Collect our trip feeding news, car parking concerns, drop. kit news, merch news. Yeah. You can you can bring that every week. So Welcome, Scarborough fans. Yeah, yeah. that'll be good. Let's let's start. Let's just take advantage of it. I guess because that other podcast is pretty new. I could be like, "All right, guys, it's uh, Stanley from Sea Dog Radio. We're doing uh, our first interview of a player. Do you want to come on?" And then he might think he's on the the other thing. When you... Saying that, who do you think's got a big audience? Scarborough Athletic Football Club podcast or has? Mm. I mean, we both must be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Tight. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> Yeah. I'd say I'd go as far as saying both of us, our fan base extends to our family and friends. <laughs> yeah, we could fit us all in a post box. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Telephone box. <laughs> yeah. I got some school rumours, Boog, if you uh, want them. Yeah, definitely. Psst. Do you want to see a bluefish in the toilet? This is your headmaster speaking. Please can Mr. Bowden stop spreading rumours. I also think you left 50p on the floor in my office. Old school rumours. When I was at school, we had a science teacher that was rumoured to get a boner whenever he started shouting. <laughs> we all thought it was a myth until we noticed it was for real. He'd always try and put one leg on the on a chair to hide it or took it beneath his belt. <laughs> Oh, that'll make it worse. Took it, took it in your belt. Yeah. And how do you discreetly tuck your butt beneath your belt? Like, right for fuck's sake, I've told you about. Oh, hang on. Like, oh, is that one again? He had like a sort of domination kink, did he? Yeah, yeah, maybe he did. Yeah. Okay. There was a room at my school that one of the teachers' husbands had taken LSD. He apparently thought his fingers had turned into sausages, fried them in a frying pan, and began <laughs> trying to eat them. <laughs> 
that's some sight in it when you're getting from the pub like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> trying to eat your own thing on a sausage this one's a classic school rumour it said some lad jumped out of the ground floor window at school got his balls cut on the glass caught on the glass and ripped them straight off <laughs> yeah I feel like every school's had that one yeah someone someone balls getting stuck somewhere and getting ripped straight off do we have any actual school rumours there was a lass who had a moth in her ear do you remember her <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I used to sit next to this last, uh, and like the first cl- like class of the year, she's like, "Oh, she had some cotton wool in her ear." And I was like, "Oh, you all right?" Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Oh, what's that in your ear?" She's like, "Oh, I've got a moth in my ear. It flew in last night." And I was like, oh, "Okay." Like, and then we like joked about it for a lesson, but then for the rest of the year, she kept mentioning it. But yeah, you know, it's, like, it's gone beyond the like, joke. You're like, hang on a minute. Yeah, and I was talking to my friends. It's like, actually, really? They're like, we honestly don't have a clue what's going on anymore. Like, we, a bit like you, we thought it was a joke, but no. yeah, it's gone on for a bit like, too well, long now. She's really like I can, keeping the bit yeah. going. I can hear it buzzing. She's just like, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is her. She probably still has that moth in now. She's got kids, I think. So. They've got moths of their own. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, that happens to all of us. Still got mine in there. I think that can happen, though. We've seen where people get a spider in their ear and they put like a little bit of like pepperoni next to it and you to lure like, it out. Like, what, you've seen it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like if you put it on you, not in person, but on YouTube, the, eh. I think they'll be like ketchup and stuff. There's that program called Monsters Inside Me. It was mainly about parasites or like, it was mainly yeah. in America. I remember one, this guy <laughs> was like, uh, I can't remember what he had. He had some kind of parasite. I think he had something in his lung and they were like doing all these they're like we just we can't figure out what's wrong with this guy like all the blood tests are fine everything's fine and they're like he'd been in like quite a few times and he was getting more and more ill and they were like can you think of anything that you ate and he was like no nah, no nah, not really they're like just have another thing like is there anything you ate that could have been and he was like oh yeah i did i did eat that bear meat <laughs> they're like what he's like oh what? yeah like me me and my buddies were like camping and we shot a bear and we like cooked it we don't know we cooked it properly and stuff it was like well and now you tell us like yeah and that's what it was he'd eaten a fucking bear which had parasites and oh, it took them ages to figure it out because he just idiot have you seen that, that parasite that like eats a fish's tongue yeah and it clings onto it yeah so like yeah, yeah. Uh, it goes inside a fish's mouth eats its tongue so when it's like eating its food or whatever yeah. the little parasite and then look it's absolutely minging it's like a little cockroach just sitting in its mouth I heard a rumour at my school that a girl got pregnant by masturbating using a carrot and the carrot factory had the workers' semen on it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> that is a stretch. Yeah, I don't think you'd survive getting bagged up and sort of transport the test goes, but I guess it doesn't matter when it's the kids. A little carrot baby. Yeah, little, little orange kids. In eighth grade, a girl had to change her name because there was a rumour that a teacher wouldn't let her go to the bathroom during a test and she shit her pants so badly it stained the computer room carpet. Lo and behold, the next Monday we went to school and there was a new carpet in the computer room. Remember when people used to like be sick or whatever at school and it's put like that sawdust stuff over it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it used to be like contagious because the smell of sick mixed with sawdust um, like makes other people sick. Yeah, I remember there was like gross. about four big piles of it in the in the... But oh god, someone's been sick, and that old Janet running around with a little <laughs> bucket full of sawdust. 
You'd never do that anywhere else with primary school. Yeah, you know, it's like, very if weird. If you were sick at work, you wouldn't be like, go get this. Yeah, this. So like, you just clean it up. Yeah, it's true. wonder why. Just to get it out of sight as quickly as possible. What is it? I guess it must like soak up the... Yeah, the moisture. The Ugh. juices like, and then just like... <laughs> I don't think we ever had to clean up anything too horrible when we were cleaners. No, I don't think so. I I started off cleaning the cha- the the PE change room. Oh man, that's oh, man that is that's sh- that was, short straw, that isn't it? Yeah, and then I graduated and went to the art block where I was living up. <laughs> I got demoted, <laughs> demoted to the science block. Yeah, cleaning toilets are never nice. You're supposed to put, weren't you? Like <laughs> they're like right. It's like half a cap of this. And like two little dollops of that, and I just fucking like put like half and half, pretty much. So yeah, stuff. we used to have like the little squirt guns, and it was maybe like light blue on it, <laughs> like like blacky, like you just put hundred <laughs> percent chemical. <in. laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, I know what we can read. I can read from that conspiracy book I've got. There's a little note at the start of the book. It says. The conspiracy theories contained in this book are just that, theories. The author and the publishers make no claim that any of these are facts. <laughs> they could just say out the light, basically. 1885, a young man called Jenkins was declared dead after being sick with a fever and was buried the next day. Two weeks later, Jenkins was exhumed by relatives to be laid to rest in the family cemetery. The wooden coffin was opened to check the body's condition for the journey. What they saw horrified them. The body was lying face down. Hair had been pulled from the head. And there were scratches on the inside of the box. Shit. At his burial, it had been remarked that his body was as limber as a live man. Now at least he was certainly dead. So he'd be buried alive. Sounds like it. Yes, yeah. Oh dear. Why did they open his coffin again? To check his condition? To, like, <laughs> transport him? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, like... Uh... Before they buried him, like. What do you think of this one? This okay, a Ouija board story. So, nice. oh, Luigi board story. You like to call it? Oh, Luigi board, yeah. Right. We could do a live Luigi board uh, when you're out next book. Yeah, let's do it. That'll that'll come on from his car, and the house is trashed. It's like, what have you done? Like, it wasn't me. It was a yeah, spirit. We got a demon in the house now. And then. Um. Okay. This Luigi board story. Sally took advantage of her boyfriend David going away by hosting a party for her friends. At midnight, after a couple of drinks, a Ouija board was produced. When the glass began to move, Sally asked, Are you dead? The glass traced out a reply, Yes, Sally. The group gasped. How do you know my name? asked Sally. Who are you? I'm David, answered the door. Then they heard a knock. (laughs) (laughs) Would you do one? I don't know if I... Yeah, I probably would. Probably, I mean, I don't believe anything's going to happen, but if something did yeah. happen, you'd just connect it to that, wouldn't you? I've been having a weird sleep recently, you know? I keep waking up and, like, not knowing if I'm awake or asleep, like, yeah, kind of... that sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's mad, like, I woke I felt like I woke up and I got out of bed and I was, like, stood just, like, next to the wardrobe, like, for about 10 minutes. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I couldn't... Oh, no, that's not... Couldn't work out where I was. And I was like... I don't know, but, but I can't even, I was trying to tell the that next day, I was like, I don't even know if that happened or if that was part of a dream. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I, I just, the few times I've been like lying there, like not sure, like really confused. And I even kind of like feel, but then I don't, I might not have happened, but like, 
go out of bed and it take me took me ages to sort of get grounded back in reality. But now it's like, will you fucking stop mentioning it? I was like, well, if that happens next time, wake me up. That is weird though, because I th- I thought you meant you're in between awake and sleep, like you're lying in the bed. Because that's when when I get sleep paralysis, yeah. mine's like I'm sort of in between awake and asleep, and I can't move, and I can't, yeah, yeah like I open my eyes and I have to like force myself. In, over into being awake that's what I thought you meant but I've never like yeah no, I, I kind of like got my eyes open but I can't tell but like that's weird if I'm, yeah weird so I describe and then what and then you'd leave the room and wake up properly you know like, talk yourself back talk yourself back into like you know like look you in your you know in your room you sort of like you know so you don't go back, back to bed and go back to sleep you like stay yeah away. I did yeah I did yeah right. like I kind of like stood up and but then I was like Right, it took me just like probably about 10 minutes to get back mm, into reality. To come round. Yeah, weird. that's weird. One thing I've been looking at is, you know, like cryptids. Oh, yeah. yeah. You look at some cryptid things. Well, first of all. I like a good cryptid story. I was looking at, uh, I also found a lot of pig news. So uh, I don't think we've got enough to make a jingle for pig uh, news. But well, come on, we need a pig news jingle. <laughs> I'll just use the animal news one, but some little oinks in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, area of Berkshire is said to be haunted by a ghost of a big white pig. This pig has terrorised villages during the early 20th century. According to 19th century Berkshire folklore, a, fan- a phantom pig is meant to haunt the area. Would you? I wouldn't be that scared if I saw a ghost pig. What's it going to do? Like, snout you to death? That's the thing. It's like, when people say they see ghosts, it's always like humans. It's usually ever a kid or an old person in like Victorian clothing. Very specific, yeah. like... No one ever seems to like, like, oh, I saw like oh, a ghost horse. But like, if you did, it's not like that. You know, just be like, oh, what was it doing? I don't know, just eating some grass. Yeah, I never see like a ghost wearing trackies or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're always like Victorian. Uh, the owners of the cottage told others that there's some say, see image of a large white pig with a big snout. Uh, other report, the figure is actually a sheep that was over two and a half feet tall and five feet long. Have you seen their massive goats on? <laughs> Oh, the massive, like, hench ones. I don't think they're as big as the look. I think they're, like, it's the angle, but they do look mad, the body shape. Yeah, it's like that video of the rat where like they, they hold the rat close at the camera, yeah. so it looks absolutely huge. Do you want to <laughs> update on the mouse situation? Oh, yeah, let's do it. I told you I found a mouse. We got him in his trap. I let him free. But I didn't go too far from the house, but probably, like, a couple hundred metres or whatever. Anyway, so whether it's the same, Nat thinks it's the same mouse as coming. Can you back. put a little, like, you know, a little mark on his tail with some. Yeah, a little bit of tip X or something on Like it. a little, yeah, I don't know what you can put on him. And then. Well, and like, then I, caught the, I caught the first guy, like, set him free with a little uh, humane mouse trap. Mm-hmm. And then I set it again, but it's not going off now. So, like, the mouse needs to be heavy enough to, like, trigger the little trapdoor that mm-hmm. closes it in. So. <laughs> I'm just currently feeding a mouse, so I'm gonna have to feed it until it gets fat enough to then be caught. So every day I'm putting like massive block of cheese in there. It like, needs to be fat enough for him to get trapped in the trap. Yeah. So like he's too light for it at the he's moment. Too nimble, yeah. So he's like he's living the life of Riley until he's like <laughs> once I've fattened him, plumped him up a bit, he's gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck! I've had a good two weeks here of eating just solid. Where cheese. is he then? Where is he? Where's the trap? It's in the understairs store, so like oh, okay. under our yeah. under our stairs. I think it's a little there's where the gas mains come in. There's, I think there's a little hole. Nat was like, Nat went in there. She said, oh, I can see him. I can see him. Like started screaming. I was like, Well, 
I'm not going to grab him in my hands. Yeah, the quick, right, quick, quick. He's just got free free reign in there at the moment. You're going to get a little camera in there to to see what's going on. It'd be interesting, yeah. wouldn't it? It's kind of cool when I caught him because like, you could see him in this trap. He's just sat there cleaning himself. Yeah, and, just uh, unbothered. Free. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's driving me mad because I'm putting a load of food in there. My little brother got me these uh, protein shake chocolate bar things oh, for yeah. Christmas, but they're, they're not the most flavoursome. It's like eating cardboard. <laughs> so I've been giving the rat, I've been giving the mouse like my little protein bars. Who got you them, Mick? Yeah. You know, Mick's one of the few people who listen to this podcast, so you've just called him out there. Well, yeah, Mick, yeah, me and the mouse are enjoying the protein bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you come around like, oh, you've eaten all them fast. Like, yep, uh, yes, I have. <laughs> But that, that was it. You can't give the mouse chocolate. He's going to die. I was like, You'll no. get hench. You'll let them go soon if he's eating all that protein. <laughs> if I put, I'll put a real trap in there. It's like, you know, He'll be putting a trap so out for you soon. Yeah. He'll walk in like, got you, mate. <laughs> yeah, so he's still in there. Like Eddie's obviously doing nothing. He's being zero use. There um, is something else you could do. Yeah. Uh, you could bring a cat in for a bit. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, cat had sorted it out fast. It's like their one passion: catnip and catching yeah. mice. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have we'll have a little bag of catnip. We're like, right, mate, you get the mouse. See this? this is yours. It's all it's yours, baby. But Eddie, Eddie goes mad at cats now. So not Does only it... would I have a cat after the mouse, I'd have a dog after the cat. They're like <laughs> one of them, like old nursery rhymes or something. <laughs> so that it's like that uh, that thing where you got to like figure out how to get the grain across. The yeah. There's a fox, a chicken, some cheese. There's yeah. some pro- there's some chocolate protein bars. There's a mouse, yeah, a, mouse. There's a cat, a dog, and you. My favorite one I found this week was the Mongolian death worm. Mongolian so, death worm. Is it big? Yeah, yeah, a big worm. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a. I'll send you a picture of it. Pretty some pretty cool. Uh, Is that like on? Um, have you seen June? It is very, very much like June. Yeah, yeah. I think the Mongolian death worm. Like some guy wrote like a textbook when he was in Mongolia, and he was saying that he'd seen this. He'd seen this thing or heard about this thing. Uh, and basically, it lives in the sand dunes. But I just like the one out of June, really. But this thing, well. We've seen their photos, I sent you. Yeah, yeah, looking at them now. Yeah. So under the sand in uh, the Gobi Desert, the Mongolian death worm waits for its favourite play, humans, to wander near it. And the monster looks like the animal's intestine and somehow it came to life uh, and has incredible killing powers. The beast is said to spit deadly venom or stop a victim's heart with a high voltage sap of electricity. So not only is it a Massive space worm. It'll got venom and it can uh, zap you with electricity. Fucking hell. But it just, most of its life just sits under the sand waiting. Yeah. But it's like bright red. It's weird, isn't it? Because in the desert, it's like, it's probably the place, apart from like Antarctica, you're going to find the least life <laughs> wandering around. And you're just yeah. waiting. Like, <laughs> just any day now. Human will be by any day now. Yes, pure space worm. You won't want to get that in your ear, like those spiders. You would not. There is a cryptic called the Swedish ghost pig. Um, so the Swedish ghost pig can cut you directly in half, like cleave you in half. With what? Its mouth. It's got like a basically like a saw blade on its back. Um, 
What? How are they cutting you? Just rolling onto you? It like runs be- between your legs, I think. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, it says, imagine it is winter and you're in Sweden. New Year's approaching you are standing outdoors in the middle of the night. It's cold. The ground is covered with a thick layer of snow. All is silent around you, except for the sound of the chilling winds. You wrap your jacket firmly around you to protect yourself from the cold. Ah, what was that? Did you hear a noise from behind you? You turn around and all of a sudden you see that something is approaching. Jesus Christ, this could be a long thing. (laughs) (laughs) Moving towards you, you stare in the direction. Uh, I notice a pair of glowing red eyes, uh, the silhouette of a creature in the distance the size of a large dog or perhaps a boar. You panic and realise the shape is rushing towards you at full speed. When it comes close, it becomes clear it is indeed a big pig, but with burning red eyes, white skin and a sharp back formed into a saw blade. It runs straight at you and quickly becomes between your legs which results in you being cleaved in half. What you have just met is a special type of ghost pig. It's what they did before Robert was. Before they could, yeah, uh, like Matilda. Yeah. yeah, this one's another pig. I was going down a pig thing. This one's called a squonk. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of the squonk. Yeah. This one's like a down on the look kind of... Um, squonk. Cryptid. Sounds like uh, something from remember Ricky Gervais's Flanimals. <laughs> yeah, or, or something from... Uh, who's it? Dr. Zeus? A squonk is a, f- uh, a creature, a fearsome critter reputed to live in the hemlock forest of northern Pennsylvania. Legends of the squonks originate in the late 19th century. The legend holds that the creature's skin is ill-fitting, being covered with warts, and because it's so ashamed of its appearance, it hides from plain sight and spends most of its time weeping. Hunters who try to catch squonks have found out the creature is capable of dissolving completely into a tear of a uh, uh, pool of its own tears and bubbles when concerned. <laughs> a man named J.P. Wenting is supposed to have coaxed the creature into a bag and when he carried it home, it suddenly lightened. Upon further inspection, he found that it, it turned itself into a liquid. Some guy in 2015 says, The squonk is physically just a pig, but it's covered in warts and has cauliflower ears, covered in wax and hair. It has tusks that are yellow and crooked, crooked weeping eyes and constant tears. Yeah, so basically it's like, just looks like a giant ball bag that keeps crying. <laughs> Fuck it up. It's called a squonk. When you get killed by one of them and you're like upset, like, what happened to him? Like, he was killed by a squonk. <laughs> All right, that's another episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, any any followers of Scarborough? Uh, what was that? Sea Dog? Yeah, up the, up the what's, the web, what's the website called? I mean, what's the podcast uh, called? It's called The Sea Dog Podcast. podcast. Fucking. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, um, if anyone I was, is, like... was trying to listen to Sea Dog, the Sea Dog podcast for Scarborough Football Club, um, well, if you were, you won't be listening to the end of this point. But um, thanks for listening, yeah. and we'll we'll try and keep up the Scarborough FC related news just in case you do accidentally stumble upon us. That means that means Scarborough, the Scarborough, the Sea Dogs podcast will have to start doing like weird deaths and stuff just to. In case yeah, our yeah. fans accidentally end up there. Yeah, yeah, we can send them over some of our best bits <laughs> for them to reuse. But yeah, thanks, um, thanks for listening. Um, again, send in stuff, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yep. <laughs>